Welcome back to another episode of Have a Dope Day. I'm your host, Gabriel Lopez. And today, the podcast is one years old. Can I get the hand class, Mario? I'm in the studio today with Mario Lopez, a producer. Our very first guest ever, Cheyenne Randall, a.k.a. Indian Giver, and his newly wedded wife, Ariel. Ariel Randall? Right? Not, not oh, yet. My no. bad, my bad. <laughs> it's all good. We're not traditional like that. Let's have you guys reintroduce yourselves then. I'm Ariel Carollo. Boom. Thank you. Your name's still the same, right? Yeah, I'm still okay. Cheyenne okay, Randall. Okay. <laughs> so I appreciate you coming on for the one year anniversary show. Just to give the audience who hasn't been with us from the beginning a recap, this was a wild idea to start this podcast. So because it was a Hail Mary idea for me to do it, I figured let's Hail Mary our first guest and see if we can get somebody big to do it. So I reach out to Cheyenne after seeing his work at an art show, also being a fan of seeing his work on the street. I was lucky enough for him to say yes. Um, he came on. I fucked up the interview. He let it just be what it is, and we living and learning after that. <laughs> no, man, you did great. And oh, was, man. Congratulations first, yeah. on the year, bro. Oh, I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, congratulations. So just to give the audience a little bit of where you are right now, how many years have you been doing art professionally? Uh, let's see. Remember, we were talking about numbers and memory and stuff earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. Um, 2013, uh, I started really making a living. 2013. So okay. going, going on like 10 years. And how many years sober do you have? Uh, I'll have five this year. Okay. So, yeah, four and a half. Congratulations yeah. on yeah. another year. Thank you. Thank you. That's major. Mm-hmm. And Ariel, where do you come into the picture in his timeline? 2018. Oh. Yeah. Yep. yep. And how exactly do you two meet? We had mutual friends on Instagram. DMs. Okay. We met on DMs. Yeah. We met on DMs. <laughs> Just say it. Shout out That's to the gram. The God's honest truth. Uh, but he was in town doing a mural. We had just been DMing about if he ever came to town. He should- yeah look me up and he did and we ended up working together for what four days yeah it was for um get a clue down in the was it doco in doco so you're from sacramento no i'm from maine where the hell's a state next to canada oh whoa it's still technically america but you would never know if you went there it's very far away but what's interesting about us i think is that when we met we realized that we had both lived in richmond virginia Santa Fe, New Mexico, and San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. So we had that in Kind common. of all around the same time, going throughout our 20s. We're like in our 40s right now. That's wild. So huh? we've kind of always been hovering around each other. but And yeah. we know a lot of the same people. Yeah. yeah. It was just very strange when yeah. we met and we started talking. How well, many things we had in common. Yeah, what's crazy is so I had that uh, the mural to do at uh, Get a Clue and... Um, and I had just, I was like three months over, four months over. Shit. And so I, Not even, 36 days. Yeah. And so I, I, I get off an airplane <laughs> and I get to a hotel and there's all sorts of triggers for me. Yeah, like, there is. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm in a city. I, you know, just don't know anybody. Yeah. And I actually wasn't planning on calling, getting a hold of her. And I was sitting in my hotel room and I started getting like tappy feet. And I was like, what am I going to do? Um, just like, I don't know. I just started feeling weird. And all of a sudden this, something came through me and I was like, if you're ever in town, look me up. Yeah. Went through my head. And so I went and got into my DMs. I was like, had to scroll way the fuck down. Yeah. But found it and was like, 
got your phone number and reach out to you right away. And funny and enough. He texted me. It was like 11 o'clock at night and he was staying at the Sheridan and I was at the Rose Garden with my friend. Yeah. So she was like a couple blocks away. It was two blocks away. So let me just, the universe is trying to bring you together and 100. you both are fighting mm-hmm. this shit the entire yeah. time. <laughs> like, Maybe our just whole missing, lives. Yeah, missing the link well, up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's good timing actually because we talk about the kind of people or the kind of person that I was before I got sober. Yeah. There's absolutely no way. We we would have we wouldn't yeah. have yeah. liked each other. You wouldn't have liked me. I would have Ditto. loved you still. I, <laughs> yeah, he would have blew it. He would have blew it. I don't know. No, she hated those track bike kids back I in San did. Francisco. You know track what I mean? Bike. That that was me. Man. I was like, <laughs> was give him some brakes. Yeah. yeah, he's like footing it. Yeah, stop him with the feet. <laughs> what kind of art do you do? Personally, yes. Um, if you could call yours or classify your art, yeah. I, Sorry to do that. I do a lot of watercolor at home. Okay, uh, but I'm a writer primarily. I'm a writer too. Oh, nice. What kind of writer? I'm a different kind of writer though. <laughs> I've written books of poems. Oh, I wrote really? songs. Dang. Um, back in my twenties, that are you know. She's got some songwriting I got credits. Some songwriting That's credits. cool. Yeah. Yep. And where exactly does like your creative journey? start has it always been there what's what's give me a summary of yeah of you. so there's this amazing book and if any other artists are listening it's called the artist way it's like a 12-step program for artists by julia cameron and it's a beautiful book for anyone who's got writer's block yeah um but in it there's a whole chapter on something called a shadow artist and i think i fall into that category i have okay. always sort of found people who are really talented yeah or they found me they're like mm. Cheyenne and I just found each other um and then I sort of live in the shadow of that person <laughs> <laughs> um and it's okay with me I it's not uh I don't seek the spotlight whatsoever so mm-hmm. it worked yeah. out aka muse you know I mean oh, it, I was gonna say yeah, that. yeah she has a lot of successful people uh kind of encounter you yeah, and randomly, like and your her energy is sort of the reason and why these people are able to make it successful. I think, and that's an important role. I think it's a very important role, and I think it gets overlooked. Um, you know, more than a muse. I, th- I think it you know? does, and there's yeah. a lot of Instagram now allows us access to one another. So mm-hmm. I could build an entire idea of who you are mm-hmm. based off of your Instagram, but who you actually are as a person usually happens by yourself quietly or mm-hmm. there's a lot of growth that goes on with somebody else who is behind the scenes or in the shadows 100. and like a lot of that is way more important than the stuff you see absolutely well put and so you guys you invite her to help with the mural or do you guys just hang out that first night so yeah the first night uh, so we just go walking around she showed me around j street and like the murals and stuff like that around okay. town and and then in the morning she got it she understood real quick that i was like i had no clue what the hell i was doing here. you're on edge yeah and she was like yeah. i'll be there tomorrow morning like basically we just i don't even know how we talked about it but she was like i'll be i said i think you need a mom <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no real talk yeah. yeah yeah i was like i have two kids yeah from a previous marriage and i was like it sounds like you need to be mommed right now are you okay with that yeah. and he was like yes that's exactly what i so I like brought him juice brought him food she, she took me to the co-op we like uh, yeah drove him all around got printing done yeah. went to i didn't know where store. hardware stores were or nothing i was like just a like winging it basically. he didn't even have a design i was gonna uber it everywhere you know and, okay. and it was kind of ridiculous was, 
I I think I said you were squirrely. Yeah, that was the word. I was a little squirrely. 36 months clean. 36 days. days. 30, ooh, yeah. my yeah. bad. I yeah. fucked that up. Yeah. 36 days. You haven't even stopped dreaming about no. your addiction yet. No, no. Um, yeah. Just pink clouding it. Yeah, I was I was feeling pretty good, but I was I knew that I was vulnerable. Yeah, I knew that I, I knew that a you know a relapse is just literally one situation away. Exactly. And I've known a lot of addicts, so I was really familiar with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, um, you know, wasn't my first rodeo. Okay, so I had a huge awareness of all the things that he yeah. was in danger of falling into. So yeah. I just sort of drove him around. And, uh, yeah. but we did no intention of starting a relationship yeah, yeah, whatsoever. No, no, we were, we were just cool at first. And then, um, but yeah, so she just, she, it turned out I needed like a hand, you know, it yeah. was like a lot of the stuff that I do, I need someone to like help me with shit. Like while yeah. I'm doing this, someone does that or, you know, just setting up and taking down and whatever. So she came and was just ready to work. And so we, she did, she just, the first, the, it took us, took me like four days and we got it done and she was a big part of that first mural that we did. Yeah. And what happens after that communication wise, do you stay in touch? Do you leave? We did. Yeah. So I drove him back to San Francisco oh. uh, after the four days. Cause he had a show, an art show in LA that he had to prepare for. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. he had a space in San Francisco that he could do that. So my motivation to get the mural done, I said, mm. you know, in and out closes it. 10 p.m. Oh yeah. If we get this done, we can go to In and Out. I can get you to San Francisco tonight. Which In and Out? In West Sac, yeah. like on the way yeah, to San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. And so I dropped him off, and I had this feeling like, well, that's probably the last time I'm ever going to see this guy. Yeah. Um, I think I said something nice, like, I don't know. I was like, I don't. I hope I get to see you again or whatever. And um, and then we just kept in touch. We kept texting every day. He got really sick. Oh, yeah. Oh, whoa. Uh, from yeah. like, a, he got like a nasal infection. From I got a sinus infection from red spray paint. Yep. Yeah. That's a real Just thing. Yeah. Im- immediately. No. Immediately. So then I was driving down <laughs> to San Francisco, bringing him medicine. Yeah. She, it, Just. It was real, real sweet. From the Were you playing it off just to get her to come no. from Sacramento? <laughs> I was sick as shit. He's like was, on the phone the, with the nose, like, I'm <laughs> sick. <laughs> no, I was sick. I was super sick, and uh, I didn't have anybody to really help. And uh, well, I had my friend Annalisa, but you know, she was busy and stuff, and she lived upstairs. And uh, but yeah, so it was. It was pretty quick. I was like, I was like, you should come to LA for the show. Yeah, and you, you know, out. we're in our forties. Mm-hmm. We're if you know, you really are into someone. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were we spent that those four days on that wall, like just telling each other everything. Yeah. It was like yeah, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of it. So as he's telling you about his addiction and everything, what are you thinking? Well, I've had a few really close friends with similar addiction issues, Uh so you know I'm being cautious. Yeah. And but I also am just. Not to sound too like woo woo or whatever, but I have very good intuition. Okay. And I knew he was done. Yeah. I knew mm-hmm. he was really like he, he reached his bottom mm-hmm. and that was it. And so I felt very safe and I felt like we had such great balance for each other. Mm-hmm. I'm a super structured, yeah. hyper organized, and he's so free and that it just worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just keeps working. Yeah. Thank God. That's awesome. I didn't expect you guys to have a story like that. That's cool. 
So how is it in the creative process? Who's, forgive me, who's leading mm. when it comes to the creative process? A commission comes in, you negotiate mm. the mm -hmm. prices and everything else. Now it's time to show a mock-up. Mm -hmm. Who, who's leading with that part? It's taken us years to figure out how to do it properly. Yeah. A lot of trial and error. Mm -hmm. um, right now we have it to such a good place where I do all the email communication or hop on a phone call. He doesn't have to talk to the client at all. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I usually send somebody from, a lot of times they reach out from Instagram. Well, we get a lot of emails too. We get a lot of emails. But I'll just say, you know, my wife, she, she knows the books. She yeah. knows she can familiarize you with like pricing, yeah, yeah. Uh, scheduling, all that stuff. Talk to her and then we can talk about like design and stuff, you know? Yeah. So it's, we're, we, we hand it off back and forth and we, I think we're. Uh, and we definitely sit and stare at the screen together. Yeah. Like that's I mean, cool. a lot of the, like, so I'm the artist, like when it comes to like what goes on the wall, but, but not all the way, there's yeah. times where I'll hand her the laptop and say what do you think of this or that and she'll say you know i was thinking this might look cool there and i'll i'll you know hide what i did and then put what she was thinking in there and that's it that's that's yeah. that, that actually works better so she is a lot of the creative process so i remember the first time we ever did like a shop tattoo when it was james dean with a gold tooth and mm -hmm. i was like have you ever put a gold tooth on someone okay yeah. the yeah. gold yeah that's you yeah the gold is you yeah when I said I saw your work change, and I don't know why it changed, I don't remember when I said that or who I said that to, but that's what it was. There was a new element to it. Yeah, I think it was gold. It's an angelic yeah. presence. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> but is. yeah, I mean, so she'll have an idea, and I'll and I'll say, bam, and I'll put it in there, and it yeah. and it, it, works. it works. Yeah, totally. How is it communicating as artists and as husband and wife? It's all bleeds together. Yeah, it's, that's cool. We are just the same. Yeah. All across the board. Yeah. I mean, um, when she was saying earlier that like we're in our forties and that uh I think we you go through all your relationships. I mean, I don't know, it's different for everyone, but I think it was very similar for us that we go through these relationships in our twenties and thirties yeah. and you um you waste everybody's time and you your time gets wasted, but not really. It's all education and it's all yeah. you learn how to speak with people and learn how to share space and live with someone and um I feel blessed that we're able to work together and live together yeah. as well. Um, but we just were too tired to fight. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. It was, uh, yeah. that oh, we just, cool. it, the, yeah. that we don't, I, I don't, it's very rare. We even have such a strong dif disagreement on something. Yeah. We just, we kind of, if this, I can count on one hand. Yeah. How many times we've had like a disagreement and we always just like, well, yeah. we agree to disagree. Yeah. yeah. It, like if it, when it comes to work and stuff like that, if there's something like in Minneapolis, for instance, with oh the, with the tr trimming the olive branch, <laughs> we had a pasted a big olive branch on her and I didn't like the way she was slicing the, we do it where we paste up the whole sheet and yeah. then, you, then you scribe it and then you wet it and take down the pieces in it's the middle. Very tedious. Very tedious. And I didn't like the way she was doing it. And we had sort of like a moment and, but we worked through it. We did. And he was the mean boss and I was the like, yeah, I get, I get a little contractory sometimes, yeah. you know. Contractory? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the like the general contractor yeah. comes in and says, why, why are you doing it that way? Yeah. You know, whatever. And He's so, like, we are professionals. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, no, we, so, yeah. We always work it out. We always work it out. We always hug it out. Yeah. That's great. And I know that learning how to deal with another artist 
is its own task. And also learning how to deal with your spouse is its own task. So that's why I asked that question. Well, she has a job too, because I'm not, I think what happens is when you get an artist who is sort of works for themselves for a while, yeah. you get sort of a, the diva effect and okay. you kind of have to like, I have to watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to watch how much I'm, I was way, I was worse when I drank. I, I used to snap my fingers and cuss at people. And I was, a, I was lame. You know, yeah. I, I used to show up on a, on a installation, barely an installation. I can't even really think of an installation that I was proud of that much. And, but I was just, I was kind of controlling and yelling and I would yell, I don't do that anymore. I don't think, but you've so gotten much. a lot better. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, every now and then you'll tear it off the wall and shout and walk rarely, away, rarely but very, that. very rarely. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't even think it's happened in the last year. No, no. So. Yeah. Yo, that's tight. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy for but, you guys. You know, artists get divas, you know, yeah, they, we they do, are, yeah. can be known to like show up and like start acting yeah. stupid. But the complaint department's closed. So. Yeah. That's cool. It sounds like you guys are very mature. You're both in mature spots in your life. You <laughs> mm -hmm. bring that shit into the relationship. Yeah. Let's talk about how the art has transformed in the last year from what I've seen. Now, I think it's maybe because the last time we talked, mm -hmm. it was just when COVID was ending right. type thing. Right. Or when it was possibly ending, it might start back up again. But I've seen you go from just doing like one or two color pieces. Right. To doing like full on spaces. Yeah. You're doing big walls. There's gold in there. There's a lot of different elements in there. So yeah. how has, what changed in the work? Um, I think we just, it was a sort of, sort of a power suggestion to the people calling, you know, sending in a request for a mural. But really, honestly, it's, I think it's just, it's that whole, if you build it, they will yeah. come thing. You know, you, yeah. it started with, you know, obviously like back in the day, I would just do just paper. Yeah. And I knew that if I just went and did some around some abandoned buildings that somebody would reach out eventually and say, Hey, can I get one yeah, of those? Yeah. And it's sort of the same thing. I knew that if I was able to put some color up, somebody would see yeah. that and say, we want that too. And I think yeah. the first person who really took a risk was my friend Misty, who owns a few hair salons yeah, yeah. in town. Here. And she was opening a new salon and she said, you know what? I'm really curious about what Shan would do if he just could do whatever he wanted yeah. to do with this space. Yeah. yeah, She had implicit trust and I'm so grateful to her for that because yeah. he used the gold, he used like organic black shapes. Yeah. And after that, it's still the number one, like this is why I'm reaching out to you yeah. because I love this mural. Right. Remind me who the friend is and what her business is. You mind shouting her out? Not at all. Her name is Misty and she's the owner of Wild Heart and Wild Ones. And Wild Heart is on J Street near um, like Rochambeau Wine Bar. Yeah. Do and we then know her she, Instagram? She, it's Wild Heart Beauty okay. um, is her main Instagram. And then she has Wild Ones at the Ice Blocks yeah. next to Phil's Coffee. Yeah. She's, okay. uh, she's just a real nice lady we've known <laughs> each other rough. for like 12 years yeah that's so, cool yeah yeah now when somebody says they're going to give you full reign to do what you want to do there's a thought process that comes along with it right mm -hmm. what's the first version of that thought process in your head do you want to just i want to go nuts for yeah, sure yeah, yeah, and, yeah and i always and i always make something that's ridiculous yeah like I'll, yeah. I'll show you sometimes some of the the mock-ups that i make that are that don't get approved but uh, I always go crazy, and then it goes to them, and then 
Ariel will tell him straight up, just like, you know, this is his, what he starts with. Yeah. And then it gets trimmed. Yeah. No yeah. matter what, even, even when they do say, do whatever you want, they don't, mm. they don't. Mean no that. one means that. Yeah, no one means that ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. So. And how is that as an artist? Have you, do you ever get your feelings hurt when somebody's like, take this away, but that might be your favorite part of it. Right. Yeah. No, you can't, you can't get yeah. your feelings hurt. I mean, I definitely will. Sometimes I'll question. You know, I'll, I'll like, I'll cuss at the ceiling or some shit for a <laughs> well, minute. You know what I mean? I'll just be like, why? And we, we used to, we used to go on and on and on. And I was like, you know what? After three edits, we're done. Yeah. It, she has a process now. Okay. Like working with people, like it's, it's first we like, First, I got to get paid to even design. Yeah, yeah. You know there's, I mean? a, yeah. there's a non-refundable design fee. Yeah, no one sits there and opens their computer and works for eight hours and doesn't get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good point. Let's talk about the business part of this and how it's changed since you came into the picture. Right. Hyper focused and organized. Right. Sounds like a new lane for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had to go slowly. Yeah, I couldn't rush into it. We had to take baby steps. We. Yeah, we didn't, even, you know, I didn't even have a website. Yeah, when we that was the that. first step. I was like, let's get a website. Yeah. And has it been easy to suggest things to him and him be, oh, yeah. Receive him? So easy. But yeah. I, I think one of my talents is knowing the timing of when to ask him. Oh, there you go. Okay. Is that intuitive sense of like, okay, so we accomplished this and this and this. Now it's maybe give it a beat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And let him just, live a little mm-hmm. and then introduce the next thing. Yeah. Were you having to, you don't got to get into specific numbers, but were you having to adjust his fee prices to people? Yeah. Like, was he ever maybe cutting himself a little bit too oh, short? Way too short. Okay. For how much time he was putting yeah. in. You know, if you think about how much a graphic designer charges or a tattoo artist, cause he's somewhere in the middle yeah, yeah. of that. He was definitely undershooting. Now, how did you initially come up with your your fees and your prices and all that? Um, I, well, like, so again, yeah. I mean, uh, initially, like, and and I'm gonna preface this first by saying that, like, I do a lot of stuff for free. Like, okay. I, I definitely do a lot of stuff. I I do. You put the give an Indian giver. <laughs> yeah, that's a sound bite right there. <laughs> that's fire. <laughs> Uh, I do. No, there I do. There you go, Mario. <laughs> Thank you, go. you for being on point. Uh, no, I do. I, I like to. I like to do stuff for people. You know. Yeah. Um, sometimes people will just send me a photo and be like, "I've always wanted something," you know, and and I'll do something. But um, uh, yeah. There was a time when I was doing things just you know for just cheap. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't know how to charge for stuff that I do, and and um, and it's just taken years to figure out what my time's worth. You yeah. Know? Um. You know, it's, uh, I don't really know how to explain it. That's a good explanation. Yeah. yeah. Not having a formula is probably how everybody starts. Right. And then it takes experience or what do you call it? Like guidance. Yeah. To really get that nailed down. Yeah. Now, what's the response you've seen since you've adjusted the prices from the clients? Does anybody gawk at it or is everybody willing to hand over the money? Um, I've never had a anyone say Good for that's you. unreasonable yeah you know i mean yeah but they will just not they will re- just reply. ghost me okay and yeah. that's totally fine yeah i wish they would just say it's not in my price we've had a few people say that which is nice when they're just like yeah. you know what? that's not in my budget and that's fine um we have started doing this cool thing where he'll do the design for something and then if we're too far away and it doesn't make sense for us to travel people get it done in vinyl 
Oh, right. locally. So, so they buy the file and then they, they just get. Yeah. yeah, we just send the file to their vinyl maker. Yeah, the last one that we just did, the the one that I posted with um, Molly Ringmold from uh, Breakfast Club, that was done like that. Yeah. Yeah, and so I just I work on the image and then we send it back and forth until they like it and then they just send it off to Pe- the vinyl. People person. don't really know that that's something we do, but I would like to announce that. Yeah. 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 So if you can't afford travel prices and all that, there's yep. another option for you. Yes, you sir. know, vinyl's different. It's not a fine art installation. Yeah. It's but com- if you don't care about that and yeah. you have a commercial space, then that's a great option. Yeah. Whose idea was vinyl? Uh, ooh, I don't know. It was a restaurant in Los Angeles. Okay. That wanted something in vinyl specifically because they were oh, yeah. doing it mm-hmm. where they, it was going to get wet. Oh, um, okay. And so they were like, what if we do it in vinyl? It needed to be functional. And it came out so sick. Yeah, that was cool. That we were like, well, that's something that we can yeah. do now. Wolf- Rangers crew. Yeah, Wolfie's. 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 Fried chicken. Fried chicken and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mario gave it a grunt. <laughs> the one grunt salute. <laughs> okay, so a lot of new things are happening for you this year. I wanted to sit down with you and really ask you about how you deal with the attention from social media and all the instant gratification for social media as you're in recovery. Mm -hmm. Like, let me just give you a little scenario. Say you make something that's really popular Mm -hmm. or something that turns out to be really popular. Drums up new business, got all this new attention. Everybody's liking it, commenting on it. How do you stay grounded during all that? Well, it's been... It's been, I've been, you know, been at this for a little while. Um, it does, it does affect me. You know, there are things, there are moments that affect me. And sometimes they're different than you would expect. Um, you know, sometimes I I work on something that's small and I know yeah. nobody's going to like it, you know? Yeah. And the, sure enough, I'll post it, and they don't like it. It just, yeah. it's not, it's not getting. They not just catchy. don't see it. They don't see it. The algorithm doesn't show it, and that shit will. That shit affects me. Yeah, that's when I'm like, I you know, pacing back and forth, and goddamn, you know, it's, yeah. it does. It affects me more than I than I would like to admit that it it messes with your mental health. That stuff to me is dangerous. The the stuff that the stuff that goes like not viral or whatever, but like you know the stuff that gets you know more likes than usual or whatever, yeah. and it's real. A, a banger i call it or whatever yeah, yeah. it's like uh, that's nothing to me i don't i don't i don't get off on that anymore um I, yeah he doesn't sit there and just stare at his phone all day no like, i don't wait. imagine him being yeah. that kind of person no it's just it's kind of like that's done yeah moving on I, there yeah. are there are moments where i i in fact i i don't necessarily enjoy it i don't like um i'm not a i'm not big into attention i don't yeah, really yeah. i'm not i don't need it you know and so when i have a piece of artwork that is successful or a, a digital piece or whatever, you know, a post that goes off. Um, I, it's, it's for me, it's always about staying humble, you know? Yeah. Um, and that you just being gra- grateful that people do enjoy it. Yeah. You know, um, I do genuinely acknowledge that, um, that there are a lot of people out there who are spending the day letting me know that what I did was cool. And I, and I'm grateful for that because that evolves into other things that involves, evolves into, uh, installations or, you know, people sharing it and, and, uh, you know, that turns somebody on to me that never saw my work before Yeah. on that day. Every day there's more people who have never seen my work, um, you know, and, and I'm grateful for that. And so just staying humble and, um, you know, w- when it comes to addiction and all of that stuff is really important is to, you know, stay, stay grounded and to never, 
I never, my ego is, in fact, some people, I think sometimes we talk about how like my ego could probably use a little bit of, of, a, a, boost. of a boost. Yeah. Um, but my problem is that that's the stuff that I used to, that's the stuff I, yeah. don't, I don't like about myself before I yeah. quit was that I, I thought I was pretty fucking cool. And, and I don't, I don't, I don't like when people act like that. So. Well, I'm glad you've noticed that and you don't have an issue with the attention part. Mm -hmm. I honestly thought it would be backwards mm. that you did something to manage the attention. But the lack of attention is even more. I can understand that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of times where you get, you know, art releases dopamine when you get excited about it. It makes you feel yeah. good. Yeah. And you start to speculate on it like this mm -hmm. is going to be a banger. This is going to be this and that. And then it doesn't do anything. And you're just like. Am I fucking stupid? Yeah, well, like that's what I I, genu I genuinely sometimes think like, and, and that's the way social media is designed. Though, is I feel like it's like you, you question whether or not you're even good at something. That's wild, and and it affects me. You yeah. know, um, I, I'm not like even though I can know that mentally too. I can know that going yeah. in saying I'm gonna hit post now. Yeah, and I know the algorithm's not gonna show this to sh people because it's not the same thing that I usually do. Yeah. And I know it's not going to get the attention and all stuff. I'm ready for that. And I'll post it and then it happens and I st it still fucks me up, you know? Yeah. I'm still like, fuck, man. Um, so it's just, yeah, it's just practice. I think he's the happiest and most well when he's moving his hand and working. Yeah. Yeah. Ads. yeah. You know, it's the, the social media aspect is like the part that he knows he has to do because that's mm -hmm. where he got where he is. But the most enjoyable part is when we're, we're actually working. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. sitting around, sitting on a couch, looking at my phone is not where it's at for me. No, it's and not. that's, I'll, yeah. So I've learned that just over the year that intense focus in art is very therapeutic. Yeah. Absolutely. And like, there'll be times where I'll put the headphones on and I'll just have everything available, all paints and everything, and like three, four hours will go by. Yeah. And I'll just be like, how many songs that I, how many emotions that I just go yeah. through? And like, yeah. you kind of get burnt out on it too. When you leave, you're like, yeah. well, I just, I just left it all on the canvas or whatever. And like, how are you, you got, there's a lot of components to the projects you guys do. There's cause it's all in feet mostly. Right. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about an installation and in like in a salon. So how much time and energy, so let's just start for instance, with your friend salon, how much time and energy does that entire project take from the time you start designing to the last money clears, you've cleaned up, everything's good. What's the time frame for something like that? It can be as fast as a couple days. Okay. It just really depends. Or it can be months. Yeah. The whole process. It depends on how quickly someone wants to move, what our time frame is. Yeah. You know, we've, ha we've taken on a project and finished it in one week before. Okay. And then something's, or like a year. So well, in the graphic part, the design part is is, is that's you know we 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 talk a lot about how like designing it and yeah. on the computer, or coming up with a mock up or something. Sometimes I wish we were kind of like one of those artists was like that was just you know like hey look you like my work you trust what I can do I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna do yeah. it. Yeah, you get what you get. And you but, don't yeah. fit. Yeah, but, but we're not. We're, yeah, <laughs> we, we we get measurements. We take we make mock ups and um and that can. Uh, that can be the that can be the work, and then the installation can be like the installations are sweaty. You know, they they're physical. We we're sore when we're done. Yeah. But that's like the party after the work's done, kind of. Yeah. You know? Um. And that and the installations don't usually take as much. You know, a day, two two days or something. It depends on sometimes how. Sometimes a week. I mean, yeah. we just went to Minneapolis over the summer. Oh yeah. And that was 
huge. Yeah. Like we, you know, we obviously couldn't travel there first and see the space. When yeah. we got in there, we were like, well, this is, this is really big. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. What's the furthest you've had to travel for art? Um, New York. Yeah. Clear on the other side. Yeah. Way out at the very tip of Long Island. And yeah. are you driving with all your stuff or are you shipping mm. it and then flying? We fly and then we, we pack like a pretty small working like toolbox. Yeah. And then yeah. we just uh, sadly have to buy a bunch of stuff and leave it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, I pack all my knives. I, I do bring stuff that I don't want to buy and throw away every time. You know, we've gotten it down though. We can bring rollers and, you know, clicking knives. And when you're, say you go to New York, when was the last time you did, went to New York? March of 2022. Yeah. 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 Is there any time for fun after you've completed the mural or are you on the plane and you're back home? (laughs) Why the, why the smiling faces? I mean, if you mean by fun (laughs) outside of the mural, I know the mural's fun. Yeah. I mean, when paint's drying, you you don't have a lot to do. We like to sightsee. We say, I mean, yeah, we, I'm, I'm laughing because we, we don't really, we don't. No, we want to get there. We want to work yeah. and we want to get home. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, we're told that, you know, where places, you know, while you're in town, go do this or check yeah. this place out or whatever. And we're, we say, we, th- we like to think we'll do it. But man, some, also truly like when you're done after a full day of installation, you're tired. Yeah. You know what we I like to remember. do? We like to go to a co-op. Yeah. Okay. In any given town. And then we, we get like a tote bag from that co-op. And yeah. that's sort oh. of the thing. We collect these tote bags. Souvenirs. Health. Yeah, yeah. his <laughs> health as well. <laughs> what about checking out any of the art in the areas? Yeah. Is that something that happens along the way, or is it just too focused it's, for that? Yeah, we usually don't have time. Yeah. Like, yeah. the time we have is, like, maybe an hour while paint's drying. Yeah. We go get a sandwich. Yeah. So you're a very productive we're, team. We we tour delis, like, things like that. Like, <laughs> where, to get the, where to get the turkey sandwich at, like, in this little town or something like that. We'll do stuff like that. That's cool. And then the coffee. We're always into, like, mm. where, where do you yeah, locate yeah. the best coffee in the morning? Yeah. God, yeah. Where, where was that where we we struggled to get a coffee one time? Where was it? I forget. I forget shit, but... Yeah, we no, we 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 don't play as much as we should, and that's. And we never go on vacation for fun. We only go places when we are working. Gabriel, Gabriel's like, "What is wrong with you?" No, nah, it's cool. Here's the thing: you guys are focused. Yeah, you're at a time in your life where everything's extremely focused, and it seems like you've met your counterpart. Yeah, and the shit is beginning to take off. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, we're we, late bloomers. Yeah, for no, sure. that's fine. What the hell was that? My phone. <laughs> my bad. Breaking my own rules over here. Dropping my phone out my pocket. Uh, yeah, no, we do. We 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 do like to work. We have also we have three dogs. And, and I have two kids. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's hard to get sitters for, for that kind of stuff. For all of it. It's hard. So, yeah, I mean. How old are the kids? Sorry. Um, They're 10 and 12. Okay. And the kids, you won't trust them at home for three days with dogs? No, I'm, I'm not yet. <laughs> no. Soon. Yeah. Soon. Soon. Soon they will be dog sitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. You come back and the kids are sleeping in the dogs. Things with them. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 They already do. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so, we, we have a. We have a. People that we know that met when they were 50 and got married when they were 50. And they oh, wow. s- started like six restaurants, own a farm. Yeah. And so we always say, you know what? They didn't even meet till they were. We met when we were 40. Yeah. We got yeah. 10 years on that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're just getting started. Yeah. For yeah. sure. No, that's what I'm saying is like this is the beginning of some new, yeah. a new direction and things. And the work is changing. Yeah. It looks great. Thank it you. looks like you're getting even more popular 
too, as far as like installs and stuff go. Yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that people are, you know, again, it's that I think people are seeing what I'm capable of. I yeah. think before I wasn't able to show really necessarily what I was capable of. I think people just wanted uh, just, you know, the one paster put yeah. up and, and I was happy to do so. But I think, you know, now that I'm able to say, hey, look, I get this other set of skills. Yeah. Um, people are people are responding and that's great. OK, I want to go on a slightly. I, congratulations on that. I want to go on a slightly different direction yeah. with you kind of backtrack a little bit. I had seen you post something about painting. I know you've messed with paints, mm-hmm. but I've traditionally known you to be more so we paste and mm-hmm. stuff. But can you give me a rundown of what the year has been like for you paint wise? Mm-hmm. What are you experimenting with? What are you painting? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, well, first, I, I mean, I used to paint houses. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember. Yeah. So I used to paint houses for like 20 years. Um, so, for me, I, I mean, I just stick with house paint, you know, I mean, like okay. when I'm doing an installation or whatever, I think that's what a lot of muralists do. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't have any like experience with like spray paint um, so much, so I don't really mess with it too much. Um, I know a guy that does classes. Really? Yeah. He's yeah. Pretty cool guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I enjoy it. <laughs> like it's, me. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, I mean, yeah. I just I, I, it's it was during the pandemic that yeah. he got some oil paints yeah that oh, was yeah. the oh, studio oh, you're, oh, you're talking yeah. about I the, the paintings i apologize okay. yeah, i thought you I meant sh- like paintings no, in the mirror my stuff. bad yeah no I'm fucking up my own episode um in the studio in the yeah. in the fine art stuff or whatever you want to call it let's right. call it in the studio got you got you that's a whole different wave brain wave it's a it's yeah that's that is that's like my um that's like my my so my my dad was a sick painter, and yes, we talked a little bit about it before. Nice, yeah. um, and I was able to sort of observe and be a part of that as a child yeah. and sit next to him and work. And so that has stuck with me hard. I mean, that has been one of the things that I've been holding on to. Do. In fact, I think I hold on to it so tight that I don't even um, – yeah. it's hard for me to even get painting sometimes. But that's the stuff that um, – yeah, I went into the studio, and I, and I knocked out a few paintings that I had in mind. And uh, it was done with oil. And I'm not, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't go to school for, mm-hmm. to learn how to paint. So I've had to sort of figure out how to mix my paints and do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the last, the last, the last painting I did was, uh, and I didn't even really share a po- picture of that one, did I? Um, yeah, it was, just, it was an oil painting and it was. We, our friend who passed away was an incredible oil painter. Oh. He did all of our print work for us. Mm. And I think when he passed, there was just sort of this emptiness yeah. of, I mean, you haven't really done yeah. any oil paints. Hard. I was so, I would go in, so I was real, we, he and I would both riff on like, okay. um, he was sort of teaching me how to like, not really teach me, but just t- teach me like sort of fat over lean and um, like, like using thinners and what do I use, Gamsol and these things and okay. how to mix, you know, sort of like thin down my paint and what's easier for, you know building layers and stuff like that. And so we would go in every, we'd print, um, and that's where we would get our prints made. And so I'd go in there and I'd show him what I'm working on this week. And he yeah. would show me what his, he'd have his paintings up right there while, you know, he painted where he printed. And, um, and so we had that going back and forth up to the, the week before he died. And, days, um, just days, just days. Before he died. Yeah. And it was something that I looked forward to every day. I would come in, show him a picture of what yeah. I was working on on the evolution of the painting. And, 
he was real curious. And so, yeah, it has been, it has been hard to get into the studio since then. And that was in January of last year. It's been, it's been a full year since been, I've been in the studio. Yeah. Almost. It's been really hard. Do, yeah, do you I'm, mind if we elaborate on him a little bit more? Oh, not at all. Not the friend? Yeah. His name's Andrew Hinman. Yeah. Okay. He was, His wife, Sharon, still does our print work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's kept the business alive and, um, yeah. He painted primarily nature landscapes 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 of the american river but he also did all this really cool more abstract stuff he was getting ready to to work on a he he would joke with himself that he was not able he was like being lazy as far as like moving into this more abstract field yeah and um and i think he really enjoyed some of like a lot of like the mixed medias that i would make that are sort of kind of out there like layered collage and um and so we were, I was really encouraging him to move forward with that. And, they, uh, they had such a beautiful friendship. Well, it sounds like you guys were really close, especially if you see him we were, as he worked We were as you. close as you could get to somebody that you would see once a week, yeah. maybe sometimes twice a week, and then, you know, just sort of riff about politics and the state of the world and stuff for 30 minutes, and, yeah. then, and then we were out. He's a, he was just a really kind dude, and it was it was hard to lose him. No, year. and it sounds like he becomes part of the process, Yeah, the artistic process for sure yeah, yeah. So that can be I rough. mean, because he was an artist doing our print work he would see if there was like too much color saturation on yeah. the print and he'd be like let's correct that he was just incredibly intelligent and yeah. kind and yeah we felt so lucky every time we would leave we'd be like god we're so lucky we get andrew to make our prints yeah, yeah. that we get someone who's an artist making our prints we still feel lucky with sharon we I do mean, she's, sharon yeah. she's incredible yeah What's the, what's the business? Are they public or is it just? Well, it was HFA printing, and I used to tag them in my, in oh, my stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's now just, she just works with a few clients. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keeps it pretty. Okay. Simple. Yeah. So she, you know, she's got kids. Yeah. But yeah, yeah she's right. That sucks, man. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any good questions for that. That's nah, that's heavy. Yeah. Death. Yeah. Death. Death's lame. Yeah, yeah and it was I crazy it. because we got COVID like right. Middle of January. Middle of January. And it was just, it was just a crazy time. And then we already had our appointment to get married, appointment to get married. Because we didn't have a wedding, like. It was a courthouse. It was a courthouse. DMV. Oh, I was going to quote it. It's a DMV style wedding. (laughs) It really was. was like, yo, that's fire. You just, you know, you get on the website, you make your appointment for the day and the time. And I had done it um, months previous. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the pictures that I posted. I did. We were like. We were clowning sort of the, yeah. the whole scene. Yeah, yeah, I did see it. And I was like, this is its own vibe. This is tight. They <laughs> yeah. turned it into something. We had to wear masks and shit. It yeah. Was, yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you might be the kind of person that's into vintage mm-hmm. things. You are? Oh, I used to have like an eBay vintage oh, what? store. Was the dress vintage or oh, from yeah. an old style? Oh, but- and I have three others that didn't fit because I oh. gained so much weight during COVID. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's wild. So, yeah. What's the deal with the whole vintage thing? Oh, what? I just love clothes. Yeah. Just love. It's definitely you wouldn't know it today because I'm dressed like a 15 year old boy. But <laughs> when I do get dressed up, yeah. I have an incredible collection of vintage and new clothes. And I, you know, I'm always on fashion blogs, and I love yeah. to sew, and um, that's definitely part of my artistic expression. That's, yeah. So that's clothes. what, a, that's the thing that's been kind of piquing my interest is you can see the time frames do the clothing. They're like little stamps. Mm-hmm. And I've 
just been seeing vintage stuff and I'm like, yo, this is actually tight and I get why people like it. Mm. We might explore some more of that on the podcast just to make it an episode about what the hell vintage even is. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So I totally lost my place because I got distracted. But after after the wedding, does you walk in the house and is everything like changed? What's the relationship like now that you've done the paperwork and you guys got rings and like no, we're we are not we're not sentimental people. Very Mm-mm. no, I would say we're not sentimental at all. Like we, I mean, we are. We we love each other very much, and and yeah. we sh- we show that to each other all the time. But we, you know, I had got this ring from my mom. It was my oh, that's cool. It was my great grandmother's, and oh, uh, wow, I brought it down from Seattle like a year and a half ago. And I was planning on this, and but but we were talking we were talking about getting married for like months. Mm-hmm. Like we should just get married. We should just get married. And so then I was like, I just went into the. I was like, all right, fuck it. I went into my my closet and I got the ring and I went, came out and she was letting the dogs out the sliding glass door and I just yeah. got on one knee and I was like, will you marry me? And so we got married and it was like nothing. I mean, you know, we I, I had COVID. We I just tested negative to go to the thing. And so then we run and we go get married at the courthouse and we come home and no, we didn't go on a honeymoon or nothing. No, we went to work. <laughs> we went to work. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. We did. We <laughs> went out to okay. Aptos and did that meal. I have one experience like that. My parents picked us up early from school didn't know why brought us home pizza all that and we're like what the fuck are these fools doing we're like yeah. it's the middle of the week oh we just got married yeah they they finished eating their pizza my dad puts his boots on i'm like where are you going i gotta go back to the shop i got this 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 and that and i was yeah. like is that what the fuck like but, <laughs> I love them yeah that. yeah they yeah. just kept it moving and yeah like they're still together they're still strong they do their thing and like they're fortunate to have that relationship let me backtrack because I remember what I was going to say now. And I apologize for the ADHD taking over and just lean, oh, it's going its own way. You said your father was a painter? Yeah. Yeah. He was an oil painter. Can you tell me, forgive me, can you give me a summary of him? What did he paint? Mm-hmm. Did he show what kind of, you know, he, paint, he painted, um, you know, sort of native iconography. Um, uh, you know, he, he used. But he sort of, and he used sort of the Cubist style. Um, okay. But uh, but not really. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Um, it's it's on my. I've seen parts of down. it. Yeah. yeah, I've seen parts of it. Yeah, I I, I I use actually his style in my work, uh, and part of that is because uh, I want to keep his style yeah, alive. Hell yeah. Um, I I think that I that's definitely my birthright for sure. Is that uh, his style was very unique and and it. I used to draw like him when I was in high school. So it's, it's been going on for years. And so it's just easy for me to just keep it going. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was, he's just, he was, a, you know, he's just a incredible dude. He was plagued by his addictions Yeah, and, uh, he lost his life in his late forties, early fifties. His, we don't really know how old he was when he passed away. Oh, wow. Birth certificates are kind of, I have his, one of his, uh, birth certificates from Hennepin County, and it's in tatters. And yeah. so we had an idea of like his his age, but he was also kind of, there's that movie Big Fish. I don't know if you ever saw it, but yeah. it's sort of about uh, tall tales, telling tall yeah. tales. And he was he would sort of make shit up, you know, he would be, you know, so I think he would tell my mom he was one age and then he wasn't or something, you know, so anyways. What uh, kind of things did he paint? Maybe describe one of your more favorite paintings. Uh, he would, so he would do, you know, the, you know, the American Gothic, the couple, the farming couple with yeah, the, with the yeah. pitchfork. So that was one of his like base themes that he would do is he would do a couple. Um, he would do like a 
husband, a man and a woman yeah. with like maybe like some kind of like spear or oh, yeah, uh, arrow that. or, yeah. um, and then there would be an, an animal element floating around like an owl or an eagle or something. So, um, yeah. And it was always native. Kind of sounds like base. what you do. Exactly. Yeah. That's sure. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Did he ever show anywhere or have he did. an artist's career? Like what, like what was his? He did. He, so he would show, um, I, I do have, I found some, some like a letter from he showed at the Pillsbury building in, in Minneapolis, which is probably now like lofts or something. But uh, Damn. he um, he had some shows. My mom said he would have some shows. He had buyers and collectors and stuff. And then um, but, you know, a lot of the times he used his art to buy alcohol. So he yeah. would do a painting and he would trade it for money to yeah. go so that he could go get alcohol. So there's one of the things that we know is, is that, that he does have artwork out there. That's it's out there. I, for the longest time. I wanted to make a documentary about going and searching for his oh, work. Hey, that's a good idea. Um, and, uh, yeah, because, so I had this, this friend of mine one time sent me a picture of my dad's artwork and I was like, what the hell? He's like, this is hanging in an office building. My sister saw it. She, she, you know, connected the dots yeah. and figured it was maybe had something to do with me because she's seen my work before. And it was hanging in an office building in Minneapolis where she worked. That's wild. So, yeah, it is wild. So he does. He has all this work out there. I know. I have. I have two half brothers, Robert and Roland. Okay. And they live in Minneapolis, and they said that they also know that there's some stuff around. So, we're we're gonna track some of his work down before it's too late. That's dope. You I, you yeah. should be a good investment of your time. Yeah. To do that. Yeah. That's wild. And I as soon as I seen, I don't know why I didn't ask you this before. Um, I just didn't know about interviews, but. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of similarities when it comes to artists who are extremely dedicated. Mm. And the similarity tends to be somebody in their ancestry was also the same style of artist, mm. very intensely into mm. art, art yeah. defined them, you yeah. know. Um, one of the people that comes to mind that was like the catalyst of this whole idea or this whole thing was like uh, Brett Chantel, her great-grandmother had the same characteristics as her in the twenties mm-hmm. as like a flapper, mm-hmm. like a, just a different type of woman for a new time. Mm-hmm. And like, she had this whole boxing calendar of self-defense at like 1923, like all the elements were there. And I was like, did you know that before I asked you about it? She goes, yeah. no. Yeah. And so I started asking people that and it's in everybody's story, bro. Yeah. It, I think it gets like passed on or some shit. Like, yeah. yeah. It's wild. Yeah, or if, or if, you know, who knows if you believe in reincarnation or not. Hey, there maybe, you go. maybe we are our own Damn, great grandfathers. Just got deep. <laughs> just got deep. The eyes are wiping. <laughs> yeah. That's fire, man. That's yeah. crazy. So, another thing I wanted to touch on with you. What time is it, Mario? What do we got? Okay. Um, I see a lot of the landscape stuff you're doing, and it's the same on the bottom mm-hmm. as it is on the top. And I think that's tight. Oh, okay. yeah. Where does the digital landscape stuff come from? Why are you painting digital landscapes? Is oh, it called yeah. painting them when you're when it's digital? What is it called? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess you can All call right. it whatever you want. I, I mean, uh, it's just yeah, digital work. Um, dude, that shit comes from real vertigo that I have. That oh what? Uh, yeah, the upside down stuff comes from. So I started making those years ago. You go, you can go yeah. way down my Instagram yeah. to like 2012. You'll start finding them. Um, and now you can find them on NBC trailers <laughs> yeah. for any given show. Yeah. They're everywhere now. Yeah. His Crazy. actual work or mock? No. no. Just, I mean. I mean. Inspired versions. Yeah, inspired. 
the collective consciousness. The collective who knows? Consciousness. Okay. We we don't know. Okay. Um, it's just everywhere. But yeah, I, I so, dude, I know when um and this is this is going to be this is might be weird. This might Let's get this weird. Is a fucking weirdo. Let's get uh, weird. Back when I was in high school, I started to write there was a screenplay competition that Robert De Niro was doing for sci- science fiction. What the fuck? Okay. And so I started writing this idea about uh, gravity reversing, oxygen staying, oh. but gravity reversing. So, oh. so, and what's funny is that as I'm talking about this right now, looking out this fucking window, <laughs> I'm already starting to feel it. <laughs> uh, so, this the idea, the concept of this film was is that um, was that one day, and there was like, there's like, it goes around with like these eight different people, yeah, yeah. just like a movie would start off showing like you know, uh, eight different people, and all of a sudden, the gravity reverses. So wherever you are whatever situation you're in like you would slam and hit the ceiling yeah. or whatever and so or you would fall into the outer space there's like whales flying through the water oh, and shit and yeah. the whole thing was crazy and i wrote all this down and i was getting up ready to like you know as a 19 year old how can you know i didn't know how to write a screenplay so i just yeah. it sat in a black book i just had like a, a my drawing book or whatever and it just was all handwritten and so it sat there for years but then i was telling somebody one time about that concept and we were yeah. sitting on this hill in seattle and as I was talking about this concept for this film, it started to feel like that to me for real life. Oh, whoa. And all of a sudden, when I looked out at Seattle from the hill, it looked to me upside down and I felt like I was falling into the what sky. The hell? And so I grabbed onto the the ground as hard as I could. Yeah. And it was for real. I had like a an like, experience. An experience, dude. <laughs> yeah. my, and I was like, I had to like stare at the ground and I was like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Yeah. And um, this person that I was with that I was telling with thought I was fucking weird. Yeah. And then it started to happen all the time. It starts to happen when, and, and to now to this day, it still happens if I'm driving over like an arching bridge or something and oh, there's nothing okay. higher than me, if there's no trees yeah, above yeah. me or there's no buildings or there's nothing or, or a hill, um, I will feel like I'm driving on the ceiling of the world, what? basically. And if I go through tunnels, it feels, I can't tell if I'm driving on the ceiling or not. Um, so we have to switch spots driving before we... Like go to San Francisco. Yeah, like so. If there's like the rest stop, we'll be like, yeah. hey, so she can drive over the bridges and stuff. It's for real. It's it's a weird thing, and uh, and so I started doing those photoshops because that's sort of the way that I see the world. It sometimes is literally upside down. Where did you say you seen it at NBC or whatever? Oh, it's like it's been on so if many. You, you could basically just go to Netflix or any... yeah, any if you go to Netflix and you start scrolling, yeah, you'll yeah. see They'll some show down. like upside down. Well, I've, my point is, I bet you nobody else experienced mm-hmm. it in that manner. So, well, I did. I found a forum where people were talking about it one time, and it's like very few people that it's a thing. It's a thing that oh, where you feel like you're upside down and the world looks upside down and. Uh, and basically the way I went and saw a doctor for it and he tried to induce uh, vertigo for me. Couldn't, he said, basically he said, it's, you're having a panic attack. That uh, that's sense. the only thing he could, he could, yeah. he could pin down that was happening is that I'm having a panic attack. And you, you have it other times too. Well, I have it. Yeah. Like, I, I just had it at the, yeah. at the basketball game the other night. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Just, I have, I have these moments where everything that I'm looking at looks surreal. That's cool. Nothing looks. It doesn't well, make nothing wait, makes sense. Is that cool or is it? It's scary? not cool. It's I'm scary. Sorry. It's scary. I'm sorry. It's scary as shit. I, I thought I was gonna pass out the other day at, at the at the Kings game. We were we were in the Kings game and he and said, I'm, "What if we were all? It's like a hundred years have passed." No, I said, "How do you know we haven't been sitting here okay. for a hundred years?" <laughs> wait, wait. Do your eyes get wide? 
And are you like, oh shit, here it goes. Like, uh, I just immediately, you know, cause he's a big guy and I'm smaller person. I instantly think like, okay, if he passes out, what's my plan of action? There you go. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's all I can think about. Yeah. How am I going to handle his large frame? Yeah, yeah, put him down on the ground. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> you're gonna some have, water. Yeah, you're gonna have to explain one day why you switch drivers, and it's gonna be like, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's cool. I, yeah, I I think I just did too much. You know. <laughs> you know what I have that is similar to that? There's, I'll have like foggy sections of time. Throughout the year and I'll, oh. years, and I'll just be like, I'll close my eyes and have to be like, try to retrace it, and I can't. Or people yeah. will tell me shit that I've done, yeah. and I'll be like, okay, yeah, like I don't remember any of that shit. Oh yeah, for our sure. brains are weird. Yeah, it's crazy. But there'll be other things where I'll smell something, and I'll be like, yo, remember back in two thousand eight, this, this, and that. Oh like, yeah, those are those are good. The smell memories are good. Yeah, those are fun. There's a couple brands of spray paint that I keep around just so. If I ever need to, I can spray it and kind of get reminded of it. Like, I don't huff it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you yeah, mean. <laughs> but it's the ultra flat. It'll bring you back to yeah. the, It'll bring you back to 2010 at yeah, this moment. There's, there's just yeah. like, there's stuff like that in life that's just triggered. Yeah. Look, so since we're on triggers and uh, we're close to getting to the time frame here. Or how much time do we got, Mario, today? Which, you think I ain't going another 30? Yeah. Maybe 40? 45? so we're gonna jump around a little bit and let's talk about handling triggers and things when you're out and about in the world in a new setting Mm -hmm. you're in these new cities are the triggers still intense at this point in your recovery it's you know okay so here's it's it's hard to say so i Fair enough. I rarely travel alone or go, you know, we, okay. we don't spend a ton of time apart. We, I will go, like I did go to Portland and do an installation. Um, I think I have a really good grip about, okay. Uh, on where I'm at with triggers, you know, like when I went to Portland, I stayed in a hotel and I was, was I still smoking? No, I mm-hmm. just quit. Just so smoking cigarettes for me and standing outside in like a city environment would be a trigger for me that that would really? be like yeah because i would be like hey cool i could score here right now yeah take it up to my hotel room and close the blinds and never be seen from for yeah. a week uh that's like old patterns you know old habits for me that yeah. i when i'm alone see it's easy when i'm with traveling with ariel it's she's definitely a big part of my sobriety and when i'm alone i have to really check myself i have to say yeah. okay what kind of what kind of man am i what kind of person am i where am i at in my in my sobriety and it's thankfully um it would take a lot to to rock me it to set me off my and so, we talk about it all I mean, oh yeah we're we're a living aa meeting sometimes mm-hmm. you know yeah i'm grateful for that yeah yeah that's how excuse me my mom table that's how uh i've gotten close friends since the beginning of this year through art and it's been like a very raw relationship Mm -hmm. where it's like dude Mm -hmm. i can't fucking do this right now Mm -hmm. like i can confide in some people Mm -hmm. you know and that happened as a result of the relationships i'm building and so i ask you that because i'm a few years clean Mm -hmm. and still experimenting with art and things Mm -hmm. some of the you've already passed a lot of these things i wanted to know just like 
do you also have positive triggers that you use as like weapons Mm -hmm. when sometimes say you are in the city and you are smoking a cigarette on a balcony and you know, is there something you do to help combat that, Mm -hmm. to soften that Mm -hmm. trigger out? Mm -hmm. Do you have things like that? Mm. I don't know. I feel like we talk so much about how bad things could be. Yeah. If he had a beer. Yeah. Right. We talk about it at nauseum. Right. And I think because the conversations are, you know, they go down these mm. long tangents and we just, he just knows. Yeah. Like it, you, he couldn't have a beer. Yeah. We joke a about it a lot but it's it's just true yeah i don't i don't necessarily know oh i myself would like to backtrack just a little bit and there, oh, yeah. is, there is a heavy trigger that i have about being in the studio actually oh and really? yeah um before i got sober i used to stay up and work on in paint like a like like i was nuts yeah no i wouldn't drink water i went i went sleep and but I, I did some cool work. I, I did some cool stuff when I was out of my mind, you know? Yeah. And um, and I have noticed that when I do go in the studio, I can almost feel like I'm there again. Yeah. And that's not what I want to feel when I'm working on art, though. And yeah. as a sober person, I don't want to feel high, like I'm tweaking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and so that has been also been difficult for me. That's one sh- that's one that sometimes the, the act of creating art physical art making paintings um is a trigger for me and that's that's it's sort of like what what i have to get over you know how do you work on getting over that just get in there and do it and talk to myself tell myself that i am not high right now i'm very sober and while i'm painting be like do my gratitudes do everything that i'm grateful for think about all the things that i have been able to do sober yeah and that it's because of sobriety but yeah being in the studio painting is, has been one of the things that's been a double-edged sword for me in my sobriety. And he's lucky enough that that's, that's the nine to five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we go throughout our day, you know, we wake up, we have coffee, he starts making art, but then when it's dinner time, mm-hmm. it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there isn't, there isn't the opportunity to just keep going. Yeah. yeah. You know, discipline. Just, yeah. There's a lot of routine and discipline in our lives. And I yeah. think that's where I, when we first met, and we were talking on the phone. He's like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I, I stay up all night and I make art and I'm, I don't like routine and I don't. And it turns out it's exactly what he needed. Bro, she yeah. saved your fucking life, fam. Yeah. He saved mine. Big time. Oh, no, for real. We saved each other. Uh, that's how my my kids and my family do the same thing for me. There's yeah. times where, like, I'll make money that I don't feel like I should be making from mm-hmm. selling art or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just or just or I'll just be grateful and happy about it. And I'll get ahead of myself and I'll just be like, nah, mm-hmm. like it'll last a couple seconds where you just kind of, I don't know. My brain just thinks about drugs sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the, the recalibration always comes from the kids or I'll call mm-hmm. like I'm terrified of these things. Mm-hmm. So when they happen, I immediately just get out of them mm-hmm. or I, you know, do my best to get out of them. Yeah. And like one thing that's really helped me to just put distance between that is I feel like I'm, we talked about this before where the addiction is always there mm-hmm. somewhere. It's always there. Oh yeah. But you can learn to like put distance in between you or you can prepare yourself to be in some uncomfortable situations and know that like 
this is temporary. Mm-hmm. The nine to five part, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you were having a bad day, that mm-hmm. day is going to end. Yeah. Because you're responsible for other things. Yeah. So the, the structure, the discipline, the routine, all that is super important. I just had a week off work. Mm-hmm. I was in the shop every, probably almost every day for a couple of hours just yeah. because I need the act of going in there and just, you yeah. know, recalibrating, getting things back, spend a couple hours, get back home. Yeah. It's cool. But like the fear of like that routine changing is kind of, it's kind of tough at times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a hard, I had a hard month this month. I just, I told myself I was going to really enjoy my, just like not, not making anything. Yeah. Just take a kind of like a, like a, a month to just sort of spend time with family and friends yeah. and things like that. You know, holiday stuff coming up or whatever. And I struggled for sure. I struggled with not doing an installation. We took, we'd like told people that we were not going to do installations for I think November and December. I was designing them, you know, yeah. sitting there working on some designs, but the, not physically going and sweating, you know, yeah. that's, that's hard for me for sure. Did you see that? Mm, oh yeah. Mm. I see it all. Yeah. How do you help with it? <laughs> I just, you know, there's times when I think the best thing you can do is let somebody be in there. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Mm. You know, if I see he's just in it, I just mm. let him cause I know he'll come out of it. Yeah. I know that it's not permanent and I just, I just keep going like life as usual. Mm-hmm. I got kids to take to school. I yeah. got lunches to make. And I think even just that happening around him sometimes will snap him out of it. Yeah. 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 It definitely does. One of the things that I used to wake up with crazy dreams, vivid, extremely vivid dreams to where I would cry because I relapsed in my dream. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I'd wake up and just be like, fuck. And I'd mm-hmm. have to like touch my pockets. Like, mm-hmm. do I have bags in my pockets or they're yeah. like, it would freak me out. And so one of the things that was a mark of like, I'm not doing that was I could hear the kids Mm -hmm. in the morning. I can hear the wife in the kitchen. Like, Mm -hmm. and so now every day I hear that, I'm just like, I'm still good. Now Mm -hmm. it's become just no real big deal. Mm -hmm. But there are times where I have to just like, remember like, okay, chill out. Like today I got up, the pace of life is fast too, Mm -hmm. you know? So like today I got up. Or even the other days, hear the rain with coffee and the kids. I was mm-hmm. like, this is fucking tight. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is cool. There's there's a lot to be proud of. Yeah, I mean, man. you know, I know pride is is not the best Sin- thing. But it's sinful. Yeah, it's one of the sins. But, you know, there's a lot to be proud of when you've been through what we've been through. Yeah. And I have a feeling you, you have been through what I've been through. And um, it's the simplest things. It is. Man. You know, it is. It's the coffee and the clinking of the silverware in the yeah. other room. And you know that your life's all right. Everything's in its place. So one of the things I just, I wanted to kind of talk about that because I just, I don't know if that goes away or you, or if I stop, if somebody stops appreciating that in their journey, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like it does though. And I'm grateful to hear that, mm-hmm. that, you know, you're at a whole different place and it's still one of those things that actually mm-hmm. makes me value it way more. Yeah. Do you have plans for the upcoming year that we can talk about mm-hmm. now? Um. So one of the things that I that I, I keep saying to my to myself and those around me, and then I think it, part of it is about accountability, is, is that this year I I really want to focus on the paintings. I want to focus okay. on the studio and the paintings. I would love to continue to do murals. We do have a very busy next couple months loaded up, um, and I'm happy for that. I will gladly do more yeah. installations, but they yeah. do take a lot of 
of my energy and a lot of my time um, as far as like when I come home from an install, it's cleaning brushes and yeah. getting the studio right and, you know, putting the ladders away and, you know, all that stuff that you would just after any other contracting job or whatever yeah. and putting this, you know, the shop back together. And, and then, um, so this year, excuse me, it's just, uh, I'd really like to focus on the paintings, the fine art. Oil paintings? Oil paintings, yeah. Do you have anybody around that you can just bounce oil painting jargon around now that, you know, we've lost right. a friend? Um, not really, but I know what I, I have a game plan. I okay. know what I need to do. Yeah. We're kind of hermits. Yeah. I'm a- That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're, we really just keep to ourselves for the most part. Oh, that's fine. Focus. Home is safe. Yeah. Um, I personally hope for more local work. Yeah. I hope for that too. Yeah. I was actually going to say, are that, can we see any, expect any shows or anything from you? Some, from some places from here? Yeah, actually we're, yeah, we're doing a fun one next, next weekend. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Actually. Yes. Can we, let's yes. talk about it. Yeah. They're um, on the, let's the see. 7th of January, on the 7th of January, right where? across from the ice rink downtown by Doco. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's, to. I forget the address. You can look it up. I'm looking it up right now. Sorry. It's right across from the ice rink. Though. Have you told anybody else about it yet? I posted a little bit about posted it. Posted something in your stories. We're going to lie and say we heard it first. We'll have a dope day. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, it's it's so rare that we get to do something for fun. Yeah. It's not a paid job. Yeah. Um, and it's really good for him to just have those moments when he can design whatever he wants to do. Not that it's any less tedious or arduous yeah. or difficult yeah. because then it's his own scrutiny. Yeah. Uh, and, and he holds... The, the bar very high for himself, but I do believe people are going to really like this one. Okay. Yes. We'll get into it. Tell me where it's at. What it's a uh, Saturday, January 7th, um, at 704 K street, Sacramento. So it's between three and 6 PM. It's before the Lakers game, mm-hmm. uh, the Lakers and the Kings okay. down there, right there. The, go Kings. Uh, yeah. Go Kings. Like the beam. Like the beam. Uh, we are, uh, so, uh, Bree, Bree Cheney is, she's doing, she's showing some paintings okay. and she's down there working her butt off right now. Just making the space. Uh, you said it's on the 7th. It's on the 7th, mm-hmm. Saturday. Uh, is it at, what's is it at the spot in toy room above toy room? Uh, no, it's, it's right on doors the, down. right on the other side of the block. There's, um, there was a, there was a, a pop-up happening. Advisory clothing was, mm-hmm. was upstairs from where this place is going to be. Um, it's right across from Malt and Mash. Okay, is a is a bar there. It's uh, uh, Tiger. A it's like doors three doors down. down from Tiger. Yeah, close yeah. closer to the stadium. So um, a yeah. good friend of mine, ninety five mil is having a show on the seventh after the Kings and Lakers game. Oh really? At one of the spaces down there, and I'm, that'd be sick if it happened to be the same. It thing. sounds close. Yeah. So you know that light the beam song, that is about the Kings lighting the beam. Uh, light it up. Mm-hmm. Light it up. That's my boy, 95 mil. He was on the podcast before. Oh, nice. He's actually, I don't want to jump the gun, but I, he might be performing for some halftime shows this coming year. Oh, that so song. Nice. Yeah. So he's yeah. doing his thing. He's Hell making yeah. it happen. Nice. Uh, that'd we be tight. It. it feels the same place. Yeah. So let me just com- speak on what I've heard since you've been on when we're, since we're talking about you doing shows locally. Sure. Every single person that I've talked about in regard to you has the same, the same glow. That shit is tight. I wonder how he does it. This, this, and that. Everybody, bro. And there's been graffiti writers, accomplished oil painters, everything. Mm. Photographers, musicians. Mm. A lot of people look forward to seeing your work. So I think if you did 
do some stuff here, it would actually help keep the momentum that the city already has artistically mm-hmm. going because mm-hmm. you, you have a very big fan base. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, do you go to art shows and communicate with artists in shows a lot or mm-hmm. like, well, like, like, like Ari was saying, we're hermits. Um, when was the last time you've been in the room with other artists and just kind of had the energy of the space? No alcohol involved. That's, that is another, yeah, that's another key thing. Is, okay. is the, is I do not like to go out at night very much. And I do mm-hmm. not like to go where people are drinking. Yeah. Um, it's part of how I stay sober. Um, but, uh, I mean, when was, where was the last place? We went to our friend Jess Mudgett's little show, but we don't really yeah. go out a lot at night. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We're, we're really aging ourselves here. <laughs> All those people who's, who who yeah. uh, appreciate the work, they're probably bummed to find out. Um, no, yeah, we, we went to a show in San Francisco recently, or this summer. And, yeah. you know, it's funny. It's like we go, and I, I like to acknowledge the artist and say hello and yeah. then, and look at the work and check it out but and but then I, we're out but i yeah. do i do have to leave yeah yeah um i do get vibes from from alcohol i i you know i i know you know i am spiritual and yeah. i feel i do feel that alcohol has an energy and it yeah. has a uh a spirit and and i can feel it and yeah and it wants it to feel you and it wants to feel me yeah, yeah. so you and need to protect yourself and, and so i go yeah. um but yeah, no, I mean, I enjoy art shows. I enjoy going and checking out art, and I definitely, and I feel, I, feel, I do feel the love from from Sacramento. I yeah. do. I, I feel very welcomed here, and um, and I love this place. I do. I think Sacramento is a sick spot, and I'm happy to be have landed here for sure. There's um, been, uh, I'm not gonna keep going, but I'm just it's gonna tell you like, people would be greatly excited, and if you did, let's just say for instance, you plan to show toward the end of the year or something. Mm-hmm. And you made it to be like a non-alcoholic thing, yeah. Or you set the environment yeah. to the way you wanted. Yeah. I think everybody would have no problem abiding yeah. by those rules. Yeah, I mean, I think we have talked about putting something together. Um, I have, yeah, I have some ideas. Yeah, cool. there's, there's a, there's a, where my friend and I did a mural up on, um, was it Del Paso Boulevard? Del Paso Boulevard. There's, mm-hmm. um, we did like the three horses in the shot A. Yep. Um, there's an event space inside that building and we've okay. been talking with them about maybe putting together something and inviting some other artists around town Yeah, just to, just to sort of something to do. And, um, yeah, I mean he, so he did the R street market mm-hmm. live painting yeah, did that live during painting. the summer. Yeah. And at first he was like, I can't believe I said yes. He only said yes. Cause Jose asked him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was hard because everyone was, was drinking. Yeah. It was, I didn't realize. So it, I thought like the street fair was just going to be kind of like a, we got there for the first hour. I was like, oh, this is, this is chill. chill. People are walking around. And then, it, and then it turned into like thousands of people. Yeah. And I couldn't, I, I felt like I was being crushed to the, yeah. to the panel. And so that was hard. But then when it was done, actually, I actually, I really liked it. It was fun. So we had overflow from the same show here. That's right. And there was hell of people going back and forth. Yeah. And like, that was cool. That's but right. that, but that's what I mean is like I believe an art show has an energy too. Mm-hmm. Even like I don't drink, mm-hmm. but I do sit and I just watch. Yeah. And there is something about people experiencing art yeah. off the fucking internet and in person. In and, real life. In yeah. real life. Yeah. That's where you really get to see the captivating power of art, right? Absolutely. On the internet, it's fast. Yeah. One or two things, tap, keep going. Yeah. But in person, it's it's just a whole nother thing. Yeah. And I would just like to see that happen too. Yeah. You know, for yeah. you. That Thank should you. be tight. Thank you. 
So we're going to conclude the episode. But before we do, I want to ask, is there anything you guys want to just touch on, talk about, rant about, or anything like that? This is your episode. So any thanks you want to give? Mm. Anything like that? Nothing but gratitude. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it. I really, I've enjoyed your episodes. Have you been listening? Yeah. Yeah. How many have you listened to? I don't know, a handful. Yeah, there. Fire. That's wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to meet up with your boy, Lakota. Oh, hey. That's a hey, that's a special individual. He's a cool dude. He is, sure. and he's... That's a good guy right there. He's about to have a baby, too, so congratulations yeah, yeah, yeah. for that. He's he's back in back in yeah. South Dakota, so... They're, uh, they got a whole vibe going out there, man, with the trains. Intricate yeah. pieces, big-scale yeah. pieces, yeah. and they're all about numbers and quality. Yeah. Snow don't stop them. Yeah. Nothing I, stops those guys. I, I noticed that, yeah. They're, we'll get into it later. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're doing some things. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what they do next. Yeah. No, man. Uh, yeah, just just thank you for, for bringing me in. And, yeah, and, I appreciate it. And inviting my wife. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. We just, we'd like to go home to some power. Yeah, <laughs> for we, real. We would love for it real. if our power's <laughs> Yeah. We don't know anybody from PG&E else we call Oh, it's, it's smud. Oh, yeah. smud, yeah. yeah, smud, smud did us dirty. Yeah. So. Yeah. But um, no, man, that's uh, we're just we're looking forward to a uh, another year here in Sacramento, and uh, yeah, we'll have to put some put some art together. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm always down to, to to do something with you and and oh, whatever you guys got. Don't going even on. don't you you guys heard it first on Have a Dope Day. He said he was down. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's cool. There's a couple yeah. people too that I wanted to just put you on to that specifically asked, like, "Hey, yeah, can you just see if he's willing to collaborate?" I was like, "Oh, yeah. ask." But uh, no, I'm I'm generally down for sure. Yeah. Um, that's what with this with this show that we're doing on the seventh is uh, Bree just she just sort of asked if I was yeah. down to do something, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." So I, I think a lot of people don't ask because they are afraid of a no, but it's mm-hmm. almost always a yes if there's. Do time. you know what yeah. it is? <laughs> and this is I've had to struggle with this. This might not, this isn't the case with you because you're, you're a different kind of person, but mm-hmm. people think the Instagram number of followers mm-hmm. and all that, like, is real. Now it's mm-hmm. real to an extent, but mm-hmm. when you get past that and get to the person, there's a lot. It's a lot mm-hmm. different. So, mm-hmm. like, a lot of times I used to see people and I'm like, oh, there's no way. Mm-hmm. He's got 20,000 followers. There's mm-hmm. no way he would talk to me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. At this point, though, it's like anybody's accessible, but I think a mm-hmm. lot of people have that perception. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy's too big to talk to, or they're doing this and that, so they wouldn't mess yeah. with me. But yeah, I don't I don't I don't really know how no, you like <laughs> I, I always def- definitely recommend people email though. Um, okay. Yeah. DMing DMing me is not the way to go. Yeah. I, I just don't check my DMs all that much and I it's And it's, I check the email every day. And I'm Good. flaky. I'm flaky, man. I yeah. will I will be talking to somebody and then I just I'm, I'm you yeah. know, I'll forget to go back and DMs are just not a good place to communicate. For no, me. and there's different people that prefer DMs, mm-hmm. emails over the phone. Yeah. Like, yeah, people are different. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. So this is a question we're going to conclude with for the two of you. Sure. If you can both answer it collectively-ish. What's your idea of a dope day? Oh, what's a, I think <laughs> uh, when, it, when it comes to... A dope day between the both of us. It is an install. I think it's an install somewhere, somewhere like, somewhere beautiful, um, and just that feeling of like wrapped up at the end of the day. Yeah, and, accomplishment. Know, yeah, we did. We did an installation in Carmel 
back in the spring. Yeah. And it was just like a beautiful place. And Where's like Carmel? Sorry. Carmel is Sorry. like down by Monterey. Oh, south of Santa Cruz. Okay. And it was just, it's somewhere we would probably never go yeah. unless we were working. So we, a perfect day is when we get to go install somewhere that's beautiful yeah. nature. The hotel room at the end of the day is, is just when we're, when our feet are up and we're yeah. tired and we're just, we feel accomplished. We feel like we accomplished something. Yeah. I think that's, that's our favorite. Well, I appreciate your time. You trust me with the story. Absolutely. Appreciate you coming back on for the one year anniversary. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by We Are Sacramento on the Loft. <laughs> right on, man. Well, I hope. Uh... Like just doing its thing and like yeah.